Hi everyone, welcome to Wildly Becoming. I'm your host, Rachel Bain. Our stories hold the power to help others overcome. Join us each week to hear incredible real life stories from our guests. We are wildly becoming who God created us to be. Let's get started with today's episode. Welcome everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Rachel here. I am thrilled to introduce you to Kendrick Williams. And today's sponsor is actually the Freedom Center. It's a new and upcoming project in Fairborn, Ohio to connect with the youth in our community. And so Kendrick, I like to call him young, wild, and courageous. (laughs) Um, You cannot see him because you're listening, but he is 26 and so on fire for the Lord. And I've never been so proud of someone really stepping out of their comfort zone to do what the Lord has called them to do. So Kendrick, can you share a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Thank you for having me, Rachel. And I've never heard you call me young, wild, and courageous. So <laughs> so thank you for that. I just and, tagged you that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And, and for everybody listening, this is the first time I've ever seen Rachel in person. So I'm kind of still like just in awe. This is, uh, this is amazing. So, um, but yeah, thank you once again, Rachel, for having me. Yeah, just a little background. Um, my name's Kendrick Williams. Like you said, I uh, actually grew up in Fairborn, so my family is military, um, and I'm the only military kid I know to never move. Um, I was born on Wright Pat Air Force Base. I lived there till till I was 12, and then uh, just ended up staying and graduating from Fairborn. And I really love Fairborn. I've been uh, man, I've been blessed to be able to grow up there. I know we kind of have a bad rap a little bit, but I think God is. Uh, restoring that slowly but you know for such a time as this he's he's placed us back together and even connected me and Rachel so yeah I'm excited to be here yeah it's pretty crazy how we got connected we actually got connected through my full-time employer um one of the businessmen that I was working with said oh you're city pastor for Southbrook Church in Fairborn you've got to meet this awesome guy named Kendrick because he's doing great things in Fairborn so it's really cool the way that God connected us and it is cool that you graduated there and you want to give back to your community and you're a basketball coach right yes 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 so growing up I played basketball my whole life Shameless plug real quick. I'm actually the all-time lead scorer at Fairborn High School. Um, so, <laughs> but no, I, I've always loved sports. And um, out of high school, I went to Columbus State Community College, and then I went to Cleveland State Community College in Cleveland, Tennessee. There I got hurt, lost my scholarship, got kicked out of school, and my girlfriend cheated on me. And that was like in like a three-week span. It was like every Monday I woke up, and it was just a, another jab to the face. And um, during that time, man, I was questioning everything. I didn't know what I was doing in life. I didn't know why I was here. Ended up getting sent back to Fairborn, and man, I thought my life was over. And through a course of so many different mentors and people speaking into my life that I'm sure we'll get into lo- later in this, man, God started to to reveal to me why I had to go through certain things that I had to go through. Now I I get to coach and I get to give back and and hopefully be that mentor that that person that inspires another kid because you know I mean Scripture's real clear we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony and Amen. I've seen in a, in a coaching environment how how just sharing the things that I've went through can help inspire the kids that uh, that I get to work with. Absolutely. Well, I will tell you that. Anytime we've had a Zoom meeting, I always leave feeling super pumped and encouraged. So you definitely have that gift. And you coach basketball right now at, where um, is that? Legacy? Le- yeah, Legacy Christian in uh, in Xenia, Ohio. 
it actually shares the campus with Athletes in Action. And I also work for Athletes in Action. I'm in the basketball department and I work as a player development kind of life coach um, in that sphere as well. So, yeah, love being able to just share the gospel using the platform of sports, um, especially in the times that we're living in right now in America. Sports is something that, man, it breaks down walls. It breaks down barriers. It gives us a, a chance and an opportunity to meet people where they're at. And, you know, I'm so thankful that God is giving me the opportunity to, man, do what I love using the sport of basketball to just connect and share with people. That is a huge blessing. And you attended uh, Rima Bible College, correct? Yes, man. Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, nice. <laughs> it's a, it, was a, it was an amazing, crazy story. So, backtrack a little bit in 2013 when I got kicked out of school and lost my scholarship um, I was 19 like I said broken confused didn't know what I was going to do with life <laughs> and just to even tell the story so uh, first month I was home uh, you know I had a pity party for myself I tried to party and you know fill myself with everything the world could give and I remember waking up January 16th of 2014 and uh, I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like man this is not it this is this is not it. You need to do something. So I went to the gym that day and I met an older gentleman named Mark Drake. And I mean, he changed my life. He gave me a book called Five Minutes to the Bible. And um, for three years, he discipled me and I got to walk with him. And in that time, I realized now I had no idea. Then he was planting seed and, and watering seed that had been already planted in my life, which in turn um, in 2017 got me to take a chance to go to Raymond Bible College um, when Perry Shockley, the coach there, called me and asked if I wanted to come. Yeah, your Bible knowledge is out of this world. Like, if I ever have any questions with Scripture, I'm just going to call you up. It definitely paid off. Now, tell me a little bit, tell our listeners, I love your story about how the Freedom Center came about. Uh, yeah, so, you know, early on in COVID, I think we all were just questioning a lot of things. So it was it was around April of 2020. And um, man, I started to pray to God because I found out that the book of Philippians was written while Paul was in prison. And first off, Rachel, thank you for that Bible uh, knowledge. Credit, but that's <laughs> way too much credit for me. Um, but anyway, uh, we found out the book of Philippians was written in prison. And I said, well, God, you know, I'm not going to call our quarantine prison, that especially when Paul was in. But I'm like, you're, you're trying to teach us something right now. So I started praying and I asked God, what are you trying to teach us in this season of life? And um he started to, to download some stuff into my spirit, and he gave us this phrase called the rebirth, reparations for reconstruction, and it's built off of seven pillars, spiritual foundation, educational outreach, health conscious, where we teach people about what they're consuming, not just what they're eating, but what they're listening to and watching, physical enrichment, where you, we work on enriching people's lives by moving, uh, financial literacy, so we can learn how to steward our resources, leadership development, where we learn how to personally lead ourselves and, and put systems in place so we can be successful, and then core values trust respect and honesty and our number one core value is show love so in the process this summer of God downloading this into our spirit and me and some friends writing it out and, and we put a mission and vision statement with each pillar you know at the time we didn't know what we were doing you know God started giving this to us in April June July we're, we're, we're writing all this out have no idea why we're writing it out and um September 7th, we're coming home from the gym and God tells us to pull over um, at this building in Fairborn and, uh, and record a video. And it's so funny because we recorded the video and said, yeah, I said, I think God has given us this building, man. And I didn't even believe what I was saying. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, now we fast forward to February 2021. A couple months later, and um, we've got our first financial partner working towards getting this building um, in Fairborn. And, and God's told me this is where the seven pillars come to life. This is the, the Freedom Center where Victory, Hope, and Excellence will be key. 
So what exactly do you want to provide for youth in the Fairborn community through the Freedom Center? I know we briefly talked about some coaching opportunities, physical activity. Can you kind of tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So um, growing up in Fairborn, and to nobody's fault, there's just not a lot of things for youth to do. Um, And being able to travel the the little bit I have um, in my adult life, um, I saw a lot of different things that I'm like, man, we could take this to Fairborn. It would help so much. We could take this to Fairborn. It would help so much. And with the way this building is set up, it provides a space where we can kind of take all those ideas that we have seen and and put them in one place. Um, And we really want to focus on personal development plans for kids. We want to let them experience and get exposed to to different programs that maybe they never have gotten exposed to. We want to be able to give those kids who maybe aren't into sports a chance to practice art and practice music. And for the kids who like sports, we want to be able to give them further training in the sports that they like. But the whole time, the whole reason we're doing this, we want to share the gospel. We want to share the love of Jesus. We want to serve. You know, I never forget at Rayma, <laughs> uh, Pastor Hagin, he would always say, Min- <laughs> he had a, he's from Texas. He, Ministry is spelled W-O-R-K, work. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and that's the thing. We But we, we really want to work and, and help and serve this community and give them a chance to see something different. I know your why as far as why the Freedom Center mm-hmm. But there's a bigger part of your why with your actual story. Mm-hmm. If you're comfortable sharing that, why you're passionate about reaching young people because of your own life experience yeah, um, when yeah, you were a kid. Definitely. You know, growing up and uh, man, I love my dad. So I want to start off by saying that. But growing up, me and my dad, our relationship wasn't terrible, but it was I mean, it was a little separated. And him and my mother, they uh, they got divorced actually when I was 19. So growing up in that household and um, once again, was not a bad household by any means, but I still was longing um, just for more connection sometimes. And for that, you know, that traditional family that everybody says that we should have and and even how God said that we should have it. And, um, you know, growing up in that and experiencing some some things, I, I really begin to realize that a lot of people are growing up with those hurts. You know, one of my favorite scriptures, and we've been talking about it all day now, um, is Genesis 50, 20. And it says what the enemy meant for evil, God meant for good to save many lives. And I truly believe that. And, you know, whatever the the enemy meant for evil, whatever bad thing, whether my parents getting divorced or growing up in, in a not so great part of town, whatever, whatever it is, you know, the enemy might have meant that for evil, but God meant that for good to save many lives. And now, you know, because we've been able to persevere only by the power of the Holy Spirit, um, it's a chance where it's like we can do this for other kids, for for the for the next generation. You know, I, I tell my friends all the time, it's not that kid's fault that he's a seventh grader at Fairborn. Like that was us. It's, so so how could we not want to help them? And if we can do for some for for just one kid, what you know, what Mark Drake, my mentor, did for me, or what Coach Wade O'Connor did for me, or what Athletes in Action has done for me, if we can do that for just one kid in Fairborn, man, that'll be worth it. But I really believe we'll be able to impact a, a lot of kids. What was that quote you told me earlier today about coaches? Like how many people a coach will impact? Billy Graham has a famous quote that says, a coach will impact more people in one year than most people will in their entire lifetime. And, you know, now that I've been coaching and even when I think about it, all the coaches in my life that, man, really changed my life. Uh, My best friend growing up, his name is Billy Jackson. His his dad was our football coach, Big Bill. And, uh, you know, one of his favorite things he would always say, don't talk about it, be about it. And, um, you know, I think about that now and it's still something that rings true today. Coaching this year at Legacy. I say that to the kids that I coach now. (laughs) And I was in third grade hearing that. So 
I think about that impact and that influence that it had on my life. And it, it really is amazing. Yeah, we also talked about how important it is reaching these kids while they're young because they are so influential. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you still remember something that was spoken over you since third grade. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's funny because, you know, modern modern science says zero to 12 are our most informative years. Frederick Douglass has a famous quote. It's easier to teach a child than to retrain a man. And then Bible says, Proverbs 22, 8, uh, train a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. So, so it's all saying the same thing that, yes, we have to impact these people, these, these young kids at, at that age where, you know, most of their personality and their beliefs are really shaped. And, uh, and that's really another reason why we, we really are so motivated to do the Freedom Center, because we really want to give that, you know, that zero to 12 years old, we want to give them a chance to, to learn and get taught true core values. Once again, trust, respect, and honesty, because that'll change everything that we're seeing right now. Yeah, absolutely. I was a kid's pastor for many, many years, mm -hmm. so I really appreciate someone with so much passion and enthusiasm to reach out and touch the lives of our youth. And I do love that about you, especially at your young age. I think that's really <laughs> incredible. Rachel loves calling me young, y'all. <laughs> he <laughs> always <laughs> reminds me like my nephews. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man. Uh, but it's so funny because I never had a little brother. I only have one sister and she's younger. So I always tease Kendrick. I'm like, yeah, you're my brother. I always wanted. <laughs> and he always wanted a sister. Yeah, yeah. She's so, my blonde haired, blue eyed, white sister. Yeah, yeah praise God. Yeah. <laughs> we fit together perfectly, no doubt. But I do love how God brings people together mm, like that. Definitely. And I definitely believe that God called me to come alongside you and support you in your vision for the Freedom Center. And what's that looking like? Do you have a launch date? How are things going with the planning process? Yeah. And even to speak into this, the way God brings people together. So in January of 2020 was the first time I started truly seeking accountability just because I wanted to take my spiritual walk uh, just a little more serious. And at the prayer breakfast that I go to on Friday mornings, I met a gentleman named Nate Breeding and Nate is the one that connected me and Rachel. And, you know, who would have ever thought from just coming to this prayer breakfast to, you know, where we are now, man, a year later, um, it's amazing. But for the Freedom Center, yeah, we, we, are, we are working diligently right now. Like I said earlier, we just got our first financial partner. So now things are are real. Um, we really want to uh, be in the building by June 1st um, and get everything set up. And then we want to have a launch date officially by August 1st. That way, you know, as kids are finishing up summer, we can start implementing some of our programs and uh, and really just start serving the community. That's awesome. I can't wait. One of the times we were having one of our Zoom meetings, Kendrick, you actually shared some poetry with me, spoken word. <laughs> and I think the one was when like referring to the Freedom Center. Yeah. You know, there's been so many different ones that we've, we've kind of shared back and forth now, but you know, as we started building the Freedom Center and as just period serving in the body of Christ, God had really started to talk to me about really filling in the gaps, bridging the gap. And, and he was calling us the gap. And he was telling me that with everything going on with the racial tension, with the social injustice, um, with things being closed, there was a lot of just, there was a lot of people yelling, but nobody was really listening. And we really want to create a space where people can, man, can listen and share with each other. And once again, he started telling me how we are going to bridge the gap, how we're called to fill the gap and how we are the gap. And GAP stands for God's Anointed People, G-A-P, GAP, filled with grace and power, G-A-P. Mm. See, this right here, even this time right now, <laughs> this is a refuge built to prove that our God is true. See, he knew 
in 2021 that the world would be crazy. So we can't sit around and be lazy. No, the world needs the truth. Yo, we are the proof. The gap. G-A-P. God's anointed people. Gap. So let's stay away from worldly traps that want us to compare this and that. As a matter of fact, Rachel, yo, we need the gap. G-A-P. The grace and power. The grace that says no matter the race or the color of the face, together we are great. We need the power that can devour that inner coward in us all that says that the enemy can stall that which God has called us to. Rachel, we got to bridge the gap. G.A.P. God's anointed people. We got to fill the gap. G.A.P. with grace and power. And this is the hour to prove that our God is true. Rachel, home girl, what we going to (laughs) do? Well, we're going to fill in the gap. That's what we're going to do. I know that's right. I know that's After right. something that powerful, I'm all in. There is no way I'm saying no to that, uh, that call. Mm. I love it. Thank you so much, Kendrick, for yeah. sharing that. Yeah. You are so talented and gifted by God. And I want to definitely encourage you to continue using that gift, your poetry, your spoken word, and is so powerful. And every time I see Gap now, I'm going to think (laughs) of that message. Uh, One thing I love about you as you are pursuing that Gap mm -hmm. call is that the Lord laid on your heart for a season that you couldn't have any social media, right? Ooh, it's been tough. Yeah. (laughs) Can you tell me a little bit about that and how that's going? Yeah. So um, it was December of 2018 and I was finishing my my last year at Rhema. And uh, I just noticed how distracted I was. You know, I was missing things because of how distracted I truly was. And I just felt a prompting from the Holy Spirit to get off social media. Um, And at the time, you know, I was I didn't know how long I was going to get off. I uh, I just wanted to follow his leading. And gosh, now it's been two years um, since since I've really been on anything. I do have a LinkedIn if you want to look me up, but that's not the same as Facebook and Instagram, which is really where I was spending too much just mindless time scrolling and um you know, he, he started to tell me about how our distractions and we were even just talking about this earlier in the car right up here, man, our distractions keep us from God and they're not always bad. You know, like th- there are good opportunities that we get and, and networking opportunities, but that still can uh, can get in the way of God. And um, man, gosh, like, I have another spoken word. I want to go for this one. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, it, and even once again, this conversation, everything we're talking about are ideas bigger than self. And I love that because, see, when we talk about ideas bigger than self and that there's there's true wealth and uh, our help is from the Lord. Limitless and endless is the potential. But distractions and attractions, you know, they'll have you lacking. We need to tap in to the truth, to the source, to that genuine power that mm, towers and will empower us to overcome once again any inner coward in us. That's why our trust, Rachel, is never rushed. But it's found in God's purpose. And if you dig beneath the surface and look it out and search it, you'll see your God is truly perfect. And in him, we're complete. There's no need to fight or compete. His peace is so sweet. Beauty are the feet carrying the good news. It's true. He groomed and bloomed to overcome the doom and gloom. Jesus. See, he's that perfect sacrifice to him. I give my life today. Let's hold on tight to that light of life. Jesus, you are the Christ. Yeah. See, these are ideas bigger than self. And in that, yo, there's heavenly wealth. I thank you, Lord, for always being our help. That is so powerful. Your anointing (laughs) is incredible. My favorite part of that 
Well, I loved all of it. But if I had to pick one part, distractions and attractions, <laughs> because uh, they are all around yes, us. There yes, will never yes, be like yes. a lack in the area of distractions. That was a sermon I preached at French Church not too long ago about distractions. So, Kendrick, if someone wants to be a part of the Freedom Center, if somebody wants to get involved, how should they reach out to you? The number one way right now is Freedom Center National at gmail.com. That's our email. Our website is getting built right now and our, our social media pages are getting developed. Um, but once again, the email is Freedom Center National at gmail.com. And soon um, we'll have our social media pages, our YouTube channel and everything up and running. That is incredible. I cannot thank you enough for being here today and being a guest on Wildly Becoming. I can't thank you enough for just being my new friend and <laughs> stepping out of your comfort zone yes. for Christ. I'm so proud of you. I'm excited to come alongside you in the Freedom Center, and that will be launching hopefully in August, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you, Rachel, for having me. Um, and, you know, as I close and with everything that we're doing, um, one of the things God has placed on my heart is the need for unity and diversity. And I know that sounds kind of you know, counterintuitive, but but there is a, a sense that we can be unified even though we're different. And um, with the Freedom Center and even like right here, right now in this room, you know, we got black and white people together. And this is what will change things, us having a conversation. And the Lord's been talking to me once again about unity and diversity. Because <laughs> see, isolation and separation It'll lead to temptation and devastation. We need the revelation. God made us different, not to separate or segregate, rather to celebrate and collaborate. Hold on, let me elaborate. See, we got to fix our eyes. We need a new perspective, not earthly eyes that divide. Nah, we need heavenly vision that's focused on the mission. See, this isn't a job description. It's the great commission I petition. We need constant communication and exhortation of the revelation that's found in God's creation. It'll lead to transformation to our hurting and healing nation. Patient, we need to be quick, but not in a hurry. See, we don't need to be worried. You know, Matthew six twenty five. See, we need to keep that hope alive for God wants no man to die. So let us not hide from the one who can change us, rearrange us. And God will never shame us. Yo, he's the only one who truly needs to be famous. Not worldly acclaim, rather the eternal lamb which was slain. All that we may gain, life, and life more abundantly. Cunningly, the enemy tries to get us to forfeit our victory. Bitterly, we can walk around forgetting. Yo, God already wants to give us those soul winner crowns. Lord, let your grace abound. And even if you feel down, remember all you need is to touch the hem of his gown. Oh, I hear the sound of heaven coming. God is running. Let it not be for nothing. Let's put our trust in the truth, the Savior, the one true creator. Today, Lord, this is our prayer. That is so amazing. Thank you, Kendrick, so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Rachel. You always inspire and encourage me, and I leave you feeling so much better. Everyone, if you have anything you would like to share with us from today's episode, you can check us out on our Facebook page at rachelbainministries.com. We are excited to be with you next week, and Jill's going to be back. want to thank our sponsor again today, the Freedom Center, for being a part of this and making this possible. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you liked what you heard, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Rachel Bain Ministries. Send me a message or leave a comment and I'd love to get back to you. 
Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast by clicking the subscribe button. Remember, you are wildly becoming who God created you to be. The Shine FM Podcast Network.